guys, welcome to In Totality, a place where we celebrate authenticity and openness. We're here for those who are willing to explore, those who embrace imperfections, and for those with open hearts and minds. I'm excited to embark on this journey with you, and while I can't predict every twist and turn, I'm certain that God will be by our side with every step of obedience. Welcome to In Totality with me, your host, Megan Ashley. officially tuned into the in totality podcast with Megan Ashley me me I'm Megan Ashley I'm still trying to get used to having um what is it like a stage name welcome I'm really excited um to start this journey I am probably the most nervous I probably have ever been to do anything If you have at all been following this journey with me, you know that I have been very, very, very against putting myself out there in the public or, you know, any of that. So doing this podcast is um, a bit scary, but I believe that God has given me the ability to share my journey and my experience and it actually impacts other people's lives. And so Um, I think that that's a positive thing and I want to continue to, you know, serve in that way. I know that it is, you know, change is difficult. It's difficult for everyone. Pivoting isn't always the easiest thing to do. Um, We're all creatures of habit and change is, is hard. I know that there are so many of you that have so many questions and, you know, maybe you want more details about how we ended up here, how I ended up here. Um, And I think that over time, God will reveal it. Over time, I think that what's most important is to continue the journey, continue to have hard conversations, continue to heal, continue to evolve, continue to grow. Nothing changes in that. And it just looks different. I don't know why that's going to make me cry. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no. I... But for the both of them, um, you know, not everyone can be with you in the wilderness season. Not everyone can see you in the wilderness. It's very hard to see people in that space, you know? And um, the fact that God was so kind to send them at a time that um, was pivotal, never, 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 never repay. Never repay. There are certain there there's a certain uh presence just doesn't have a price. Mm. And I can't express that enough. Just being there for someone. That's Not good. doing something, mm-hmm. but just your presence. Sometimes people don't need you to fix anything. They just need you to sit with them. You know? And um I have learned that this season, the power of presence in a way where I think I only knew it by doing it mm-hmm. and I actually got to experience mm-hmm. it for the mm-hmm. first time. 
um, authentically. It hit home when you said like being inspired is something that you want to do and being called to something nine times out of 10, probably 10 times out of 10. I wouldn't even give it nine. I would give it 10 times out of 10. When God calls you to do something, you just don't want to do it. Right. Like this space and season that I'm in right now, um, I relate to that, re like being reluctant. I feel very out of my element and I don't want to do it. Like if, you know what I mean? Like I'm honored to, but I don't want to do it mm -hmm. because I understand the responsibility. I understand the, um, the weight that that can carry. And it's even, if it, it, it offered the opportunity for me to think that it was going to be heavier. But I think that in that moment of like, dang, man, like, God, I don't want to do this because it's going to be da 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 and then I'm going to have to do this, and then I'm going to have to do that, and me, 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 me. And he's like, I didn't ask you to carry it on your own, nor am I asking you to be dependent on your own. And I think that that's the thing. Like, when he calls you to something, it's because he wants to carry it for you, mm -hmm. with you, right? fight for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He wants to do the work and right. not put it all on you to do because yeah. we can't do it on our right. own. He gives you the strength. Yeah. He gives you the wisdom. Yeah. And so that's where it's like we called into places where if we went alone, it would destroy mm -hmm. us. But mm -hmm. when you go with him, because every day I'm shocked. I'm like, wow, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Like, even like when you're talking, you're giving a speech or you're doing something, you just can feel when you call to it, yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah, and it, it's scary, and I think that's why the adversary brings people to muddy the waters. Mm. So it's like they'll see God calling somebody to something, and then there will always be people who come and try to change the message mm. and distort the truth. Mm -hmm. But it's really just like a decoy. Yeah, and so that's what made me like give up on it. Mm. I was like, Lord, I'm not. I can't do this because now you got clowns in the space. Now you got people who they're not going to live it behind closed doors. Mm. Like they're not trying to go find their wife and consecrate their spirit, mm. crucify their flesh and be faithful. But yet they're giving all this advice. So it's getting yeah. muddy because people are coming and saying, hey, Tony, you said this, but such and such said that. And mm. but I'm like, such and such is not married. And so the message is going to be different. So you feel like it's important for people who give relationship advice that they need to be married? It's not necessarily that you have to be married. Mm -hmm. It's just you have to angle where you're speaking from. Yes. So if you are single and happy you are, and you're a coach, you're a singles coach. Mm -hmm. You're not a relationship coach. Mm -hmm. If you are divorced, mm -hmm. you're teaching this is what makes it go wrong. Mm-hmm. But you can't fully say this, this is, is what will make it yeah. work yeah. until you go implement that. Mm -hmm. So when you go implement it and it works, now you have a testament to say, hey, this works. Mm -hmm. But see, right now, we live in a society where people don't want to be held accountable. Um. Oh, it, it's, it was a DM. And a girl was basically just like, I've never believed in your God. Like, we believe in something totally different. 
and the way you guys talk about him, it's, it makes me interested to know him. I think I'm learning to about, I've never been a boundaries person, but I, what I, my experience in relationship right now with boundaries is, is that, um, I know my capacity and I let God set my boundaries. And the reason why I say it in that way is because, and I, I saw this on some reel and I was like, this is a good way to look at it. And these are for people who, this is not maybe for everybody, but if you're spirit led and you have a relationship with God, this would be helpful for you. But um, they were like, I can set boundaries, right? Say I'm setting a boundary. I'm not getting on the phone after 10 o'clock. That is my boundary. If you get, if you don't allow God to still work in your life and still have the Holy Spirit lead you, you will allow your boundary to override the spirit. So say some say I'm not answering the phone after 10 o'clock, but say the Holy Spirit leaves somebody to call you at 10.05 and you're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit and you didn't answer the phone. But So you know your capacity, but then let the Holy Spirit set your boundaries. Let the Holy Spirit tell you, don't do that. I know my capacity. I know I can set myself, I can hold myself accountable to my capacity. You can't do more than four social events. That's your capacity, babe. You gonna max out on that. You can't have, you can't, you know that you know you. We all know ourselves if we're really honest with ourselves. Like basically, like when Jesus came and started his ministry, he started it and spoke in parables. And basically he was saying, like, there are certain secrets that's specifically for you, for my people. I don't give those out to everybody. He didn't want, you know, to be persecuted too early by the religious establishment at that time in the way that he was speaking. So he kind of spoke in code. Like discipleship, I feel like it's like parenting, mm -hmm. right? Like you showing up for these cats, you going out of your way, you're praying for them when they don't even know it. <laughs> um, and it's, they're not always grateful for it. Sometimes they get, you know, frustrated mm -hmm. because you're challenging them mm -hmm. or you make them do whatever. Um, but you have such a heart for people mm -hmm. that you, you, you ride it mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, really someone who's just biblically sound, mm -hmm. you can, you can tell that their, their words and their deeds, they match. match. Yeah. Um, and they have a love for people. I yeah. think, what would you say? You said, so oh, how did I, how, how do, do I you know? know who to, so it don't, it don't normally be like an unction kind of. So with you, what was funny <laughs> is that I was at a conference and mm -hmm. you spoke at the conference mm -hmm. and I was listening and I was like, oh, wow. Oh. Tell, no, but say what you say all the time what? about knowing if a person. Oh, that's your, <laughs> the like, bus, the yeah, bus the analogy. Bus, yeah. So I often say, if you come to the Lord for real mm -hmm. and you really have experienced mm -hmm. like the life altering changes mm -hmm. of like faith, it's like being hit by a bus. Right. And when somebody's talking and they say they know the Lord. You can tell if they've been hit by that same bus mm -hmm. or if they're describing the fact that they saw somebody get hit by a bus. Mm -hmm. So you can, you, can detect, you can detect the fakes. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how or why, <laughs> but it's it's so different. Like mm -hmm. the detail, the way you respond, the way it motivates mm -hmm. you. It's just, it's different when you've actually been hit by the bus. Yeah. So you were talking and I was like, oh, this girl been hit by the bus. <laughs> like she's not describing Seeing somebody get hit you by the bus. You said she been hit by people. She been hit by the bus. I was like, amen. Like, I knew that your 
profession of faith was sincere. Mm. And so I was like, I'm about to pray for her. Mm. And so it was funny. And I never saw you again. I had I no didn't see frame you. of reference yeah, of never... who you were. That's crazy. I was an audience. Yeah. You know, you were on stage. And then I got introduced to you through somebody else, which mm-hmm. was wild. So I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to go into that. Yeah. But. So, you know, like I said, God is just kind. <laughs> He's just kind. And going through this time in my life, and Santoria knows my business. <laughs> Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition pack add-ons to help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done all the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved and nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals a week. Plus, you can pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash totality50 and use code totality50 and get 50% off. That's code totality50 at factormeals.com slash totality50 to get 50% off. All right, guys, back to the show. All right, guys, before we continue on with this episode, just a quick announcement. Black representation in media is super important to our community as it promotes diversity, challenges stereotypes, and allows for more authentic storytelling. It helps foster a sense of belonging and can positively impact societal perceptions and breaking down biases. Tabitha Brown, Ava DuVernay, Viola Davis, Issa Rae all have made significant contributions to film, television, and media paving the way for more diversity and inclusion. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are a distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories and Black truths. I recently listened to an episode titled The Civil Rights Generation. The show gives a deeper look into the stories beyond the history book providing first-hand accounts of what happened from the people who actually lived it. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. 
Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR's Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices that are varied, nuanced, and Black. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, guys, back to the show. (laughs) She knows my business, y'all. Got a crash course. (laughs) She knows my business. Because I felt like I was at a place like, so ready to be out of deception. Yeah. <laughs> I was so tired no, of being you gave deceived. That too. Yeah, you were like, what I gotta do. I was so like what I told you everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean Yeah, you were running it down. I was like, this, 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 <laughs> this here. And it was mainly here's where I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't so much look at how everyone nah, yeah, hurt never me, that. Yeah. But it was like Here's how I'm wrong. Yeah. Or even this is my struggle. Struggle. I'm struggling. Or I'm, I'm legit frustrated with God because da, 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 da. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, it was just very honest. And I had, because I I felt like I had got to a place where I just wanted to not be deceived anymore. Yeah. I I yeah. hate, it's like when you realize that you've been deceived. Yeah. And you see it. Yeah. And, and you're it, horrified it, by it. I was, I mean, horrified. No, I get it. Yeah. Like I yeah. have, and not, and not just horrified because I know of the experience that people in my life, the things that people in my life might've experienced mm-hmm. from me because of my brokenness yeah, yeah, yeah. and my deception, Yeah, but how much it might've grieved or how much it did grieve God yeah. to watch the one that he yeah. loves yeah. and he created yeah. be so deceived yeah. and how much I thought he did not love me. This idea of uh, what a high value man is, is a big topic. And I feel like it's going to be a a big conversation for a long time. But in the relationship space, what would be the proper way to define what a high value man is? And why is that such a conversation topic right now? Mm -hmm. It's a big topic because of Kevin Samuels. And, you know, him making it popular. And when we look at context, just like you said, the word context, when you read the Bible, when you look at context, if a man's focus is on himself, mm-hmm. like he's not married and raising children mm-hmm. with his wife, then his focus is on his net worth. Mm-hmm. His focus is on his body. Mm-hmm. His focus is on his earning potential, building business, building a brand or a company or what have you. And so in the world sense and in that terminology, high value really only meant a man who earns a lot of money, Mm -hmm. a man who earns good money. And then they can throw some other things in there, Mm -hmm. but it's not what it meant because they weren't living it. Mm -hmm. They were preaching it, but not practicing it. But a high value man, honestly, is a man who has surrendered to his creator. Mm -hmm. Because that man in that space, he is humble. Mm -hmm. He is faithful. Mm -hmm. He is committed. He is sacrificing. Mm -hmm. A man who has submitted to God, that is when he receives all his value. Because in totality, the word of God makes you a complete person. Mm -hmm. It makes you a whole person. Mm -hmm. So when you remove that, And you just say, oh, you know, 
a high value man, they are going to cheat. They're, they're going to have other women. You need to accept it. Mm. And that's what was being taught. That is still being taught. Exactly. And so they mean a man with money, a man mm-hmm. with notoriety, a man with fame. But what is he lacking? Everything else, mm-hmm. character, integrity, discipline, self-love. Which which makes you more high-valued because you can't put a price on it. You can't put a price on it. I can't put it. a price on your integrity. I can't put a price on your faithfulness and commitment to God. I can't put a price on you being devoted. Like, I can't put a price on those things. And I feel like that's what makes you a high-value man. I feel like the the family structure would be restored in such a real way because there are so many women that do want to just be that. I do want to be a nurse. I couldn't wait to be a mom. But when I was in a position to be a stay-at-home mom and the lack of appreciation that I got, it made me want to go back to work. I dreamed about being that type of mom that stayed home with the kids and, you know, built my family and Mm -hmm. and curated my home. But then when I got it Mm -hmm. and I was doing it and I didn't feel like it was seen as fulfilling or or... it was it just wasn't taken it wasn't respected for what it really was marriage is interdependent Mm. not two independents Mm -hmm. yeah i think that that's a hard one pill to swallow for where we are right now because women are encouraged to be independent they're encouraged to be bosses and not and and a lot of times not only are we encouraged to but we have no other choice mm-hmm. but to mm-hmm. because of the positions that we've been in because maybe some signs that we didn't see that have left us now with the consequences of maybe lack of wisdom maybe lack of patience maybe lack of vision lack of obedience mm-hmm. now we're left with those consequences and now it has thrusted us into this independence and not only do I don't need a man I don't even have time to help a man in any type of way or you know what I'm saying or have the capacity for it and I feel that way I mean I feel I can identify because being on my own it makes me have to get into a a mind frame that I've never had to be in because I was always taken care of like maybe not emotionally, mentally, spiritually, but financially, I never had to worry about anything. You know what I mean? So coming into this space. um, Because you left. So in essence, it's like life showed you that you would prefer your emotional stability over financial stability. Yeah. It, It is harder but it's a different heart. It's a heart that I can steward where and, and hold where the other heart I could not. I personally could not. Now, there are probably tons of people that can endure mental strains and emotional strains. I just could not endure that for me. And so... Forever. For, I could not forever. Right. Hey, Red, what are you up to? Just making sure all the M&M's gifts are wrapped and the ball is filled. Remember that one holiday party when we had no M&M's? Oh, boy, I still have nightmares. The cookies? Yeah, you used all the M&M's candies that were meant to decorate the party treats to decorate snowmen. You did it again, didn't you? 
<laughs> they do look cute, though. Bringing cheer. M&Ms for all fun kind. But interdependency is maturity, meaning knowing how to be independent, but also how to be interdependent, mm. meaning knowing how to depend on someone who has something or brings something that you don't have or bring. Yeah. But it's being able to identify that too, be able to identify your partner's maybe shortcomings or weaknesses and not condemning them for it, but being aware of it so that you know you're mindful how to pray for your partner. You're mindful of, you know, where their triggers might lie. Cause usually your triggers are where you fall short in. So maybe being aware of those things, I think we are not having the proper conversations and like the honest, con we're just waiting for things to happen and just responding, like reacting mm -hmm. instead of responding to those things effectively by having conversations previous to whatever the conflict may be. Don't allow that pain or that hurt or that offense to keep you from him who loves you. And if you choose to sit in unforgiveness, whether it's towards yourself or whether it's towards a loved one, I'm telling you, you are going to keep yourself from God. You're going to keep yourself from his promises. You're going to keep yourself from that communication, him talking to you, his presence. Don't harden your heart. Release it. I'm not saying don't be mad about it. Be mad. David was pissed at a lot of things that went on. One of my favorite things to quote, David said, it's not my favorite because I agree with it, but I get it. He said, make their children fatherless, annihilate them. That don't sound like forgiveness to me, but you need to understand who he was talking to. He wasn't talking to his homeboy. He was talking to God. The one that already knew what was in his heart, the one that already knew what was in his mind, the one that already knew how angry he was, David was talking to God. And he was vulnerable and he was real and he was raw and he was honest and he released it. He released it to God, who is the one who is in control of all things anyway. If I'm going to tell anybody all of my business, it's going to be him because he knows it anyway. The problem isn't, you know, holding, I'm not asking you to hold the anger in. I'm not asking you to, ex I'm not even asking you to be okay with what they did to you. I'm just asking you to trust God and trust what he does when you forgive. Trust it. It is a power that is, I mean, there is nothing compares to that when you release something and you release someone, and you let them go, and you bless them, even though they curse you. This don't always look like preaching. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think that it goes for anybody who feels that they're an expert in anything that is a life experience, because I feel like everyone is gonna show up in that space differently. Like I could read, and plenty of women, we can read all the books about motherhood all we want, and guess what? Nothing prepares you to be a mom. I could read books about how to be a wife and nothing prepared me for that. 
But what I will say is, is that this, I don't have it, my Bible, that prepared me. If I would have read that, it probably would have prepared me more. And so for me, anybody that's saying they're an expert and they're not coming from that vantage point, for me, it's a no. For me. Mm -hmm. We can give practical things all day. But there are going to be moments in your relationship that no advice, no degree, mm-hmm. no amount of hours that you've clocked in coaching anybody is going to be able to fix, you know, in someone's relationship. Right. So we Once I got into like how I was feeling, which I was feeling like that imposter syndrome, yeah. like I just can't do this yeah i don't want to do this yeah. i just don't yeah. want to do this i think it was a combination of like, I can't and i don't want i to. don't want to do this yeah. and, the, and how it came was just so you know devastating yeah and so i was just like i don't want to do this yeah. this sucks yeah. like i don't want to do this yep and i felt like i had to do i felt like i was having the guard of a Garden of Gethsemane moment. Right. I felt like, like let this cup if pass this for cup, me. Lord, if you could let this <laughs> cup pass, please. Like I just did not want to do this, yeah. but you sat with me, and and I think the the biggest thing was like the fact that you sat with me, mm. and like you didn't try to fix anything. Yeah, yeah. You just sat there, yeah. right? And then it was let's get into the text. Yeah. What does God say about this? Yeah. What is God saying to you? Yeah. You know, and it was a game changer you know and then we were able you know i recorded the next day and it was good but Mm -hmm. all i'm saying is is that the community yeah that is starting to be built yeah here yeah has been a game changer yeah it's been a game changer and being able to put those things in real time practice yeah like you giving me something and I can immediately yeah. go tell Jordan, go tell Jay. Yeah. Like, all right, like Samson. Yeah. And we're right. in the scripture. You know what I mean? We're in the book. Like, oh, that's like you so know what cute. I'm saying? All right, you guys, at this point, I know we can spot a too good to be true health hack a mile away. Do you check for the latest studies on health aging or do you read labels like it's your job? Come on, be honest. Is that you? Well, congratulations. You're a skeptic. And Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds their standards. Ritual's Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows that the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. I love Ritual Essentials because for women 18 and older, this is one of the few multivitamins that are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen free certified bee crop and made traceable gentle on an empty stomach with a minty essence in every bottle that helps making taking your multivitamins enjoyable no more shady business rituals essential for women 18 plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com totality start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today that's ritual.com totality for 25% off. All right, back to the show. Okay, you guys, before we continue on with this episode, have you ever been on a hunt for a new doctor and you asked everyone? So I totally know what this feels like. You ask everybody who you know for a doctor that listens to you, knows what you need, makes you feel comfortable. After weeks of searching and asking everyone around town, you finally find the one. It's close to the kids' school, it's close to your house, it's amazing, it checks all the boxes. 
So then you call the office, you make an appointment, and they actually have an available appointment. Everything is working out just right. But then the receptionist tells you that the perfect doctor that you've been waiting for and you search all over for doesn't take your insurance. I'm telling you right now, wipe the tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc.com to find and book a doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones that take your insurance, that are located near you, and treat almost every and any condition you're searching for. These doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients, not robots. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc.com is between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. You can find the doctor you want and book them immediately with just a few app taps. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com totality and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com totality. ZocDoc.com totality. All right, guys, back to the show. And like yeah. we are, and and it, it's almost like the the how people feel about going to get crab legs in hookah <laughs> is kind of how I feel about getting in God's work. Not crab legs. You know what I'm hookah. saying? Like if pe- you live in Atlanta, you know exactly you what you're talking Atlanta, about. You know exactly oh my God. what I'm talking about. And so it doesn't always look like a sit down face to face. I forgive you. And I need this person to list out all the things that they, or I need to list out all the things that this person did to offend me and say it to their face. And sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes for me, it's just God, you created this person, right? They hurt me. My heart is broken. They've hurt my feelings. I'm offended by this but you created them and you don't create bad things. And so I'm asking that you come into my heart and release me of this offense, release, I release them and I put them, I give them to you. I give this offense to you. I give this situation to you. And I ask that you come into my heart and you purge me of any unforgiveness, any bitterness, any resentment. Forgiveness is so wild because it makes you look at you. It, it, it requires this self-reflection opportunity. And so for me, it's the opportunity to remember all the things that I've been forgiven of. All the things that God has forgiven me for. Things seen and unseen, things in my heart that no one knew that he forgave, right? So that's just what it looks like for me. I don't know what it looks like for other people. Some people feel like you can forgive and not forget. Some people, and that's hard for me because I want to, forgive and not forget, but I feel like we're called to forgive and forget because when you really forgive, it's you're treating that person as if a, a, an offense never happened. The, I have to tell you that 
the enemy knows something that we don't know. The enemy knows that he has no power to forfeit the will of God for your life. He can't do that. He can't take anything from you. He can't do anything to you. He doesn't have the power to. But, and this was a quote from John Bevere that that has rocked me because you guys know I read The Beta Satan and that book rocked me. And when he said there is no man, no woman, no child, no organization, or no demon that can forfeit God's will for your life but you. And that's what the enemy knows that we don't know. He knows how real God is. He knows how incapable of really having any power over our lives. The enemy has zero power over us. But just like I said, where this deception has started for all of us is in Genesis 3. And what does the enemy say to Eve? Did he really say you'll die? We're going to take a break from the episode because our friends at Frito-Lay know that joy is bold, vivacious, and contagious. Joy gives life flavor, rhythm, and vibes. And when joy takes flight, it can't be contained. It's robust, more than a smile or a laugh. It's an infectious experience. So here's to all the creators that inspire us with your creativity and passion. Let's keep filling the world with joy and make sure you look out for my joy campaign powered by Frito-Lay. Let's get back to the show. Genesis 3 doesn't say that he took Eve by the neck, had a knife around her neck and said, eat it, eat it. He never, no, he said, I mean, he just doesn't want you to know the truth. All right, guys, listen, if you've made it through this whole, um, I it's crazy. I thought I was for sure not going to cry, but obviously I did. If you made it through this whole episode, make sure you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please go check it out. And listen, even if you don't like to listen to podcasts on Spotify, you don't like the audio version, you're more of a visual person, that's okay. But just go head over there and leave a comment that you liked it. It helps. Just go leave a comment. Give me a rating. Um, yeah, like, comment, subscribe, go to my Patreon, share the content. If there's anybody in your life that's navigating a new season, a friend, a family member, a, a, a child, whoever, if they're navigating a new season and there's something in this episode that you believe is going to help them, send it to them, share it. The best form of advertisement is word of mouth. So don't keep it to yourself. Share it, share it, share it, share it. Um, I love you guys and I'll see you next time. Hey, you guys, before you go, I just wanted to say how grateful I am for your love and support. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment and share it with a friend or a family member. If you could do me one huge favor, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and a heartfelt review. It helps others just like you discover the podcast. You guys, let's continue to spread the inspiration. For more about me and the podcast, visit www.themeganashley.com. Until next time, stay encouraged that you are so valuable and so loved.